Hello, this is Josh Buck with the Buck on Business Podcast. What you're going to hear today is part of an interview that I did with the Sharper Podcast. And uh, the two questions I was asked were related to mindset and metrics. Hope this will bring you value. If it does, I would encourage you to subscribe to the Buck on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day. For you as a business owner, I would say, like, what is your, like, what is a favorite book that you've, you know, read or enjoyed over the years that's really helped you um, to get where you are now? Yeah, and so I, I am an avid reader uh, right now. Um, I'm reading, I think, for the third time, The Compound Effect. Okay. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting. Um, and, and so what is my favorite book? Um, I'm not going to give the, the cliche answer because it's not what you're looking for. Okay. Um, and so, uh, you know, because I think um, as, a, as a business owner with our why being so much as uh, um, being driven by uh, trying to see the propagation of the gospel. Of course, we try to run everything as much as we can with our, our decisions through scripture. Um, is it my favorite book to read? I, I, I'm not going to say here, yes, it is my favorite book to read. No, it's not. Okay. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things you're, you kind of read purposefully. Okay. Right. Um, but uh, there have been a number of books through the years that have made, uh, that have made an impact and um, to, uh, and, and I'll say, I kind of remember um, years ago, my dad, who my dad to this day, he's, he's passed away about six and a half years ago now, um, is still kind of like, you know, my hero, blue collar guy, uh, never owned a company. Um, you know, he kind of went from, you know, barely finished high school, worked from being a blue collar worker all the way to um, uh, to eventually becoming a uh, becoming essentially upper management in, in the company that he worked for in the steel industry, as so many people in our area did. Uh, you know, we look back into the, into the you know, 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s and 80s. And um, uh, he handed me a book when I was younger, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And, uh, and it was a book that um, really kind of impacted me as a, as a young person. And, uh, and I would still say that probably that book uh, to this day is, might be the one that um, uh, is probably the most impactful. I would maybe consider my favorite. And I think a lot of it has to do because it was the one that my dad found so invaluable and passed it along to me. Um, beyond that, and we talk about leadership, uh, he was a huge... Um, John Maxwell, leadership uh, fanatic, passed on a lot of those books and Zig Ziglar. Um, so you talk about those kinds of authors that have really kind of impacted me and um, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, I think would be right up there as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so with like, you know, all the books that you've read, like, would you say those are the w- reasons that like a mindset maybe has changed over the years or how would, you know, how would you describe you growing up to what you are now, how your mindset has affected you? or even how you've dealt with a mindset and changing that and making it better. Yeah. So when you kind of talk about, you know, progression of a mindset and that happens in different ways to, for different people, because, uh, because sometimes life experience, number one. Uh, so we talk about life experiences. will probably do more than uh, just about anything as far as changing your, your paradigms. Um, so kind of what you experience and then uh, who's around you. So we talk about having uh, the, the cabinet advisors, those people around you that, that make an impact. Um, so, you know, because essentially we are really kind of a compilation of the, of the people we meet, what we experience, and then, uh, then, and then also the, the books that we read. And uh, being an avid reader, I'm always kind of on this search for knowledge, um, not in a search, for, you know, we talk about man's search for meaning, I'm gonna talk about that, but really kind of a search for knowledge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and it's kind of one of those things that, um, you know, for, for, a, for a particular end, I mean, we're, we're really trying to, I think all of us that are, that are in business, that are business owners, um, always want to become better 
leaders in our businesses uh, to make an impact, to make the influence uh, that uh, we feel that, that the, the Lord would have us to do. But then beyond that, um, making sure that we're also balanced in making sure that we're uh, the, the best fathers, the best husbands uh, that we can be as well, or if the ladies listening to this, you know, wife and mother uh, that they can be as well, because those are really our, our, our most important um, uh, components of our legacy. So when we talk about um, those things that have kind of changed uh, my my paradigm, uh, changed uh, as far as the way that I look at the world, um, you know, of course, the uh, life experiences, uh, the some of the key books that I have read that have that have made an impact, as as I mentioned here uh, previously, and then uh, then beyond that are really the people that um, uh, that. I personally have chosen for me personally to have there as my cabinet advisors. And so some of them are in masterminds that I happen to be, be in or coaches that I've had. Um, but uh, people that I've kind of allowed into, uh, into my, into my private world, so to speak, to be able to, um, uh, to, uh, impact me, to be able to pull out of me as far as what needs to be pulled out of me. Uh, and then to, uh, help, uh, push me to the to the next level to become you know a high performer moving beyond the high performer hopefully to be a peak performer uh, both not just in uh, from in a professional end but also my personal life as well yeah that's, yeah, that's a the whole the cabinet of advisors that's definitely a thing that I've been trying to really filter out throughout my years and making that better for myself as well um, so I, I don't know how I feel about this next question but I just thought maybe I'd ask it to you so what is something you know wrong that you see people doing nowadays and like, how do you help them fix that? Is it, I mean, you know, you can be as much as detailed as you want to be. I understand, um, but I don't know how you feel about that question. Um, if you, <laughs> yeah. So um, w w I can keep it siloed, maybe a little bit initially in regards to um, I'm going to kind of put this as far as in the seat of my profession. Okay, so when I'm taking a look into into business, because undoubtedly when we talk about the the sharper circle that this will be going out to initially. Um, that there may be a question that they would answer, you know, what am I doing wrong in my business? And, and I think a lot of times is we're, we're focused on the wrong things. And um, so when we, when we get into our business um, and when we've had, uh, sometimes we end up with clients that are, they're so distracted on um, trying to, um, to get into the point of analyzing too much, mm -hmm. or on the other hand, they're not, they're not doing it at all. So sometimes we end up with these, in these two extremes. So we end up with this paralysis by analysis um, uh, mindset of just staring at, you know, staring at what we've kind of defined as KPIs, right? And so we're, we're kind of staring at these things and uh, it freezes us up or we spend so much time doing it, we're not actually doing the work or leading our team or really making decisions. Or on the other hand, we become aloof business owners. Um, well, the, you know, the, the books, the, the numbers aren't important as long as I have cash in the bank. Okay, and those are and those are really those are really bad uh, ways to make decisions. Secondly, are um, people just getting a, a profit and loss statement to see that they have profit and think that their business is okay? I did speak in the last uh, circle in regards to this a little bit, and so uh, people who are kind of you know, they, they okay, my business is profitable, I'm doing fine, but they uh, they don't understand the the balance sheet, they don't understand cash flows. And I'm not saying you need to understand a balance sheet or a cash flow, but understanding what uh, what elements of those particular statements are important as it relates to um, uh, to whether or not your business is truly healthy. 
so a business being profitable is has because profit is one of those terms and i know that there's a profit first craze out there and all this other thing right now right um and so every time that i hear a client they talk about this I immediately want to ask them what is profit. And of course, I'm sure you'll probably have Dave Richter if you haven't already on this right. that can talk about this. And he he's one that kind of really helps uh, as far as nailing with the client as far as okay, what what is profitability, and then uh, and then what are we going to do with it? Uh, where generally where I'll step in is I'll find out okay, well your business is profitable, but so what? Okay, um, I, that that's fine. That's all good. That's all great. Okay, but first of all, um, how we def we need to understand how we are defining profit. Because, uh, you know, depending on using accounting rules, tax rules, uh, we can make a business look profitable or make a or show a business losing money. OK, um, so what we're more concerned about is the health of the business. So what is a what is a, mist a mistake a business owners a lot of times really make when they kind of go through these phases of business? I know Eddie Wilson has talked about it. Uh, um, Gary has talked about it as well. We kind of we kind of go through these, you know, the, this this pre-profit stage, this hustle stage, this grind stage, trying to get to the point of profitability. And most businesses think, okay, I'm profitable. I have a I have a business. Um, well, you may have a business, but is your business healthy? And as you move past the profit stage, uh, when you get into those other levels, ultimately into getting to the point of, of leaving your true legacy, where you, at that point, we're no longer focusing on just getting profitable. We outgrow that profit, just seeking profit. And what do I do with that profit mindset into, uh, is my business truly healthy? And then what am I going to do to leave a legacy? And uh, for business owners, they need to really do begin with, uh, try to begin using Stephen Covey, going back to uh, uh, what uh, one of the books I mentioned earlier, beginning with the end in mind. And so where am I truly wanting to go? And then starting there and then and then work backwards as you kind of understanding what do I need to do to get through these different phases of business or these different uh, stages uh, that I want to see my business go through. Yeah, that's great. No, I really thank you for that. Appreciate that.